welcome to another MLEX podcast. I'm Mike Swift, MLEX's Chief Global Privacy and Data Security Correspondent here in San Francisco. And I'm joined this morning by Amy Miller, MLEX's Senior Reporter for Privacy and Data Security. And she's also based here in San Francisco. And so it's finally arrived. Uh, we're uh, ready to go with uh, after two delays with the beginning of the trade secret trial between Uber and Waymo before Judge William Alsup in San Francisco. Um, I'm joined by Amy this morning, who will be our lead correspondent in the trial. Morning, Amy. Good morning, Mike. And um, uh, this promises to be a trial for everyone. We'll have um, some cool technology with uh, LiDAR sensors uh, for uh, for uh, driverless cars, we will have uh, likely testimony about the bromance between yes. uh, Uber CEO Travis Kalanick and Anthony Lewandowski, the uh, engineer who uh, allegedly stole 14,000 files from uh, Google's self-driving car unit and took them to Uber. Yes. And we will have um, some testimony from some of uh, Silicon Valley's leading lights, like Google co-founders Sergey Brin and Larry Page, and so Amy, what, what, why is this trial important, and, and what are you really looking forward to in, in the next few weeks? Well, uh, it's exciting. It's it's obviously going to help determine who comes out ahead and the the race to dominate the self-driving car industry. Uh, Intel reported last year that or predicted last year that by 2050 the industry was going to be seven trillion dollars employ half a million people. It's just going to rain money for everybody, apparently, from what, what we're hearing. But aside from just the, uh, the, the industry and what's going to happen with that, it's just, a, a, like you mentioned earlier, it's going to be a great inside peek into how things work in Silicon Valley. Uh, like you said, the bromance between Travis Kalanick and Anthony Lewandowski, uh, the poaching of employees that goes on. You don't always get this kind of insight into how things play out in Silicon Valley. So that's that's one of the things that I think we're all really interested to watch. Yeah, and, and added on top of that, we have um, a colorful and uh, interesting judge who will be presiding, uh, Judge yes. Alsup, yes. who um, recently acquired a national profile when he uh, defied President Trump and uh, issued a national injunction that restarted the uh, the DACA program for for young uh, undocumented immigrants, and um, we were uh, lucky enough, uh, the two of us, to spend uh, more than an hour in Judge Alsop's chambers earlier this week, and uh, I found it to be a pretty cool experience. I mean, um, what what was your big takeaway from our conversation with Judge Alsop? Well, he's a he's a demanding, uh, imposing figure on the bench. But when obviously when you meet him in person in his chambers, he's he's sort of a delight to spend time with. He's he's intelligent and and witty, and um, he he's um, thoughtful person, and he's he's really thinking about things and always in the broader picture. Uh, and he's he's just a really interesting guy to talk to. Yeah, I mean. I was amazed by his memory, first of all, but also um, by his, um, what a great storyteller he is. I, we had a long list of questions and mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, we were like two or three questions in and I looked up at the clock and we were already like 40 minutes into our time because he told so many great stories about, you know, what it was like uh, growing up in racially segregated Mississippi. Yeah. You know, how and, he, he got involved in civil rights. It, yeah. It coming really into cool. his own, coming into his own thoughts and his own way of right. thinking. I think that was really interesting. And they're just the funny stories about being a kid and, and, and uh, defacing some John John Birch Society billboards set in yeah, Pete Earl a- Warren and, you know, taking his, his, his dad's machete from, was it World War II? And using it to cut down branches that, you know, could, could, could paint over the sign. And his, his perspective, his, his sort of witty perspective that they had, all they had really done was, was, was help out the John Birch Society. He used it as a, as a <laughs> PR right. point. So. Yep. Yeah. And so, um, our story is uh, publicly available if uh, you follow either of us on Twitter at, at Silicon Law or at Swift Stories, you can easily find the link. So it was a delightful conversation with Judge Alsup. And uh, one thing he talked about was his 25-year um, uh, career uh, uh, running complex litigation cases for the firm Morrison Forster. D- did you pick up anything from uh, what Judge Alsup told us that might hint at how he's going to manage this trial? Yeah, a uh, judge also pretty much made it clear he's learned all the lawyers' tricks of the trade over the years. And I think that's going to become very important in this this trial because the lawyers are very experienced. Um, they know all the tricks. And keeping them in line and making sure that they're not misleading the jury with complicated technical testimony is going to be critical. And I think he's always on the lookout for unfairness. Uh, He talked a lot about how he was raised on um, the idea of fairness. That was something his parents really instilled in him. You know, they weren't necessarily uh, radical thinkers for the day in Mississippi, but they were, they were strong believers in fairness. And that's something that he's carried with him. And so um, that's going to be critical as these well experienced, well compensated legal teams um, vie it out for a very expensive piece of this pie. So that, I think yeah, that would be critical. Yeah, I think that's definitely true. And, and uh, you know, woe to anyone who uh, starts coughing in Judge Alsop's <laughs> courtroom yes. or who does anything to distract the jury, you know, as he told us when he was uh, running trials uh, as, an, as an attorney, it would always bug him when uh, he would get the other side on the ropes and the other attorney would start coughing and uh, don't try papers. that in <laughs> shuffling papers, <laughs> doing anything to distract the jury. And don't try that in Judge Alsop's courtroom, obviously. So, um, uh, yeah, that, he'll embarrass you. He'll, he'll call you up to the bench and embarrass you. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, that's for <laughs> sure. That's for sure. So um, uh, opening statements will be first thing Monday morning in San Francisco. Um, What's happened this week and what have been the key developments the last few days going into the trial? Well, they picked a jury of of, uh, six men and four women yesterday. Uh, They have a wide range of uh, education and background. Uh, Half of them worked in some, some side of the healthcare industry, whether it was a uh, uh, respiratory therapist or someone handling medical billing. A lot of the folks have some sort of experience in healthcare. Uh, it's really interesting to watch the legal teams get rid of folks that had some significant technology experience. They got rid of a software engineer, a guy who had worked with several different startups. Uh, 
um, a woman who had worked in the pharmaceutical industry and knew something about patents and trying to keep things secret. And um, so they really shied away from people with technical expertise on the jury, but it went faster than uh, folks were thinking it would. So that was interesting to watch. It's always fun to watch jury selection. I, I'm always fascinated by the excuses people will come up with to get out of jury duty. But I was also struck by the fact that most of these people seemed eager to serve on the jury. That Several people said, I'm honored to be here. And, you know, there were a few people that said, had, had various sort of amusing excuses to get out. But most of the people there seemed like they wanted, wanted to be there. I think they got the sense that it was going to be a big trial and it was kind of exciting and... Um, that, that's always wow. fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're going to learn a lot about LIDAR technology. <laughs> in the next few weeks, it's going to be sure. highly technical testimony. Um, yeah. We're not sure exactly when big name people like Sergey Brin and Larry Page and Travis Kalanick, when or if they're going to actually get on the stand and testimony and, and testify, excuse me. But um, there's going to be a lot of technical testimony, a lot of engineers who are going to get up and explain in minute detail how all this uh, LIDAR technology works. So yeah. that's going to be yep, yep, yep. interesting. <laughs> now, um, the other interesting thing that happened this week is Judge Alsop's order where um, he's basically warned Waymo against um, overly vilifying Uber, uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, putting Uber's corporate culture on trial uh, because of um, the uh, very uh, incendiary charges that uh, were made in that letter by uh, former uh, Uber security official Richard Jacobs a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacobs is also uh, on the witness stand. Um, uh, do you have a sense of, um, or he's scheduled to be rather, I should say, do, do you have a sense of like who's better positioned going into this trial and, 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 and who, who might have the advantage? Well, I think both sides are presenting challenges. Um, Waymo has an abundance of circumstantial evidence. It's clear that 14,000 files were downloaded, but where are those files? What was in those files? We're not sure yet. Um, At least observers aren't sure yet. Um, Also, um, it's not clear that Uber has actually used the technology, that they've actually have the evidence to say that um, Uber used the technology. So what they've relied on in large part, and, and Judge Alsop has mentioned that he's concerned about this, is they've they've really focused on uh, saying that Uber is withholding evidence and accused them of all sorts of misconduct, and, um, and, and the judge has been very critical from the from the bench of, of, of really both sides and how they've handled some of this, but he's he's not gone as far as to impose sanctions, which Waymo has sought in, in various ways. So uh, I think in some ways, so he's limited how much the jury is going to hear all of that, but these are savvy lawyers, and I, I'm pretty sure they're going to find a way to um, make their case to the jury in some way, shape, or form that uh, that Uber has not been a, a forthcoming with, with information they've been seeking. So um, I think it, it's going to be a challenge for Uber to kind of overcome that. I'm, I'm sure that's going to come out through the trial. Uh, and then it's going to be a challenge for, for Waymo to prove that um, they actually use the trade secrets in their technology. 
And I think we're all very curious to see. We've all got a hint of what's going to happen, but there's a lot we haven't seen. And even the judge has said from the bench that he's he's eager to hear what what evidence comes out at trial. Yeah. Well, that's part of the fun and the suspense of a of a trial like this, right? Yeah. Um, of course, there's still a possibility they could settle, right? I mean, that that all this all this lead up could lead up to nothing. (laughs) Are are there any any signals that that could be happening? No. No, yeah. no. And I say that and, and it will settle tomorrow. But no, as far as 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 I can tell, no, they're they're moving forward and and they're 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 ready for the for the good fight. <laughs> Both sides. Right, right. Well, um, the trials um, expected to run through February 23rd. And, and uh, Amy, thanks so much for that great analysis going well, into the you, trial. Well, thank you, Mike. Uh, Again, you'll be on hand uh, bright and early at uh, 8.30 Monday morning when uh, uh, opening statements begin, and uh, uh, you'll be leading our coverage uh, as the case uh, goes forward, the trial goes forward. So thanks so much. That's Amy Miller, our senior privacy and data security reporter here for MLEX in San Francisco, California. If you'd like to read more of our coverage on our privacy and data security, head to uh, issues, please head to our website, mlexmarketinsight.com. Click on Insight Center and then click on Editor's Picks. Please make sure to come back often for future MLEX podcasts from Europe, Asia, and the Americas on regulatory and litigation issues around antitrust, trade, privacy and data security, and corruption. You can access our podcast from our website or subscribe through the SoundCloud app for iPhone or Android devices. I'm Mike Swift, MLX's Chief Correspondent for Privacy and Data Security. Bye for now from San Francisco. (music) 